Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Hoffeld, and today we are going to look at the important topic of developing new business. This is something we all need to be continually focused on, and today we're going to talk about four essential rules that you can follow that will instantly make you more effective at developing new business. And this needs to be one of our top priorities because the amount of sales you generate is dependent on your ability to continually add new and qualified opportunities to your pipeline. And when you work with potential clients or even existing clients, You're going to want to follow up. You're going to want to keep them in the pipeline. You're going to want to nurture them until you can close that sale. And so I want to give you a couple rules for, in fact, that you can follow. So let's dive in. Rule number one is use action triggers. Use action triggers. We've talked a lot about action triggers in previous podcasts, so I won't go into a lot of detail on this. I also talk about it in my newest book, Sell More with Science, in chapter three, regarding how you can achieve your personal and professional goals. But what are action triggers? Essentially, they link a behavior like developing new business, calling existing clients, calling on new potential clients with an external stimuli. And what does that mean in simple English? It means essentially that you are scheduling every day a time to develop new business. In other words, an action trigger would be after lunch, I'm going to spend two hours making prospecting calls or on my way to work, I'm going to use that commute time to call on at least three existing clients. You can create your own action triggers. The reason they are so powerful is they take willpower for the most part out of the equation. You don't have to try to will yourself to do this or try to find the time to do it or say, okay, I've got to find some time later on today to do this. No, you're scheduling it. So as soon as, for example, you get back from lunch, you make two hours of prospecting calls. It links it up with an environmental stimuli. And when that happens, the research shows you are 300%, that's right, 300% more likely to engage in that behavior. And that was a meta-analysis looking at a wealth of scientific research on action triggers. They found that when you put an action trigger in place, you are far more likely, 300% more likely to do the behavior. Rule number two is something I alluded to a moment ago, and that is you want to prospect every day. You want to focus on developing new business every day. And this is a major problem in selling because many salespeople, their entire success is built on their ability to continually fill their pipeline. And as soon as you stop doing that for even a short period of time, you don't often see the effect right away, but you see it in two, three, four, five, six, seven, depending on your sales cycle, months down the road. It's very deceptive. In other words, you can take a few weeks off of developing new business, 
or following up with clients that you've been nurturing to upsell. And it won't hit your sales this month, but it will hit your sales in the future. So you want to be very mindful of that because this is something you want to focus on every single day. In other words, you never want to stop prospecting, never want to stop focusing on developing new business, because if you do, even for a short time, you'll sabotage your future sales. The question always comes up, when, David, is the best time to reach out to new potential clients? Is there a certain time of day, the morning, the afternoon? And here's what the research shows. Don't worry about that. That's the wrong question. The number one thing I want you to focus on is making sure you're doing it every single day. And as you do that, you might find that mornings are better for you or afternoons. What I want you to focus on is when is the best time for you to do it when you are also likely to get a hold of those you're reaching out to. When can you create that action trigger so you can be consistent? Rule number three, I want you to do something and that is prioritize leads. Prioritize your leads. All of your opportunities are not equal. Think about how you can score your leads in a way that dictates who you will pursue first, and then who will you pursue after that, right? You want to prioritize those leads that are most impactful. So I want you to think about, and usually this is pretty simple because salespeople usually over time come up with these metrics on their own because you realize there are certain patterns of those you sell to, certain size of the organization or certain kinds of mindset that the individual buyers may have. And so I want you to think about that. And I want you to prioritize those leads you only have a certain amount of time each day to devote to this. And some days you might be swamped with a lot of things going on. So who are you going to focus on? Prioritize your leads. And this can really be impactful to make sure that when you invest in developing new business, you're getting the most return on that investment of time and resources. Rule number four, this is a big one. Follow a process. Follow a process. Here's what top salespeople who are great at developing new business and nurturing people along through their pipeline, here's what they are amazing at. They follow a process. They are methodical. They are systematic. They are not flying by the seat of their pants. Salespeople who fly by the seat of their pants, in other words, they don't have a process, their results are fragmented. Some months they're up, some months they're down. They usually don't know why either of those is happening. You want to have consistency. That way, when you tweak your process, when you learn something new and you improve it, you're going to have that strong ripple effect and it will immediately elevate your game. So you want to be process oriented. Now, this is not to say that there's not flexibility within the walls of the process. There certainly is. But you need to follow a strict process. Here is what I am going to do. Here is how I am going to do it, knowing you might have to adapt to each unique buyer. But that process gives you the insight and the guidance now to be flexible within it. And if you say to me, well, David, I've tried using a process. It didn't work for me. That doesn't mean you shouldn't use a process. It means you are using an ineffective process. Too often in sales, we are so easy to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sometimes when good things don't work for us right away, we just say, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. Instead of saying, 
why is this process not effective and how can I make it effective? We just say, I'm not going to use a process or I'm not going to use that part of the sale. We are very flippant with often throwing good things away just because we poorly execute them. So I want to challenge you in every part of the sale from developing new business to how you present your product or service, how you engage in the discovery, how you deal with objections. You want to be process driven because this will give you consistency in outcomes. So let's review these four rules. Very simple but very powerful when you implement them. Rule number one for developing new business, use action triggers. Schedule the time when you will be developing new business. Rule number two, focus on prospecting every single day. It needs to be a daily activity. You need to commit to that. Some days you might be able to put in hours. Other days it might be far less, but you're doing something every single day, knowing that what you do today will impact your sales in the future. And if you stop, it'll have a negative outcome in the future on your results. Rule number three, prioritize your leads. Don't kid yourself, all leads are not created equal. Some are far more likely to close. You need to identify what are those kinds of leads, and then that's where you wanna invest your time. Focus on those first, and then get to the lower quality leads later on. And finally, follow a process. Be methodical, not just in how you develop new business, which is what we're talking about right now, but in every part of the sale. And if you say, David, I don't have a process for every part of the sale, we'll get one. It will allow you to realize when you go, for example, into a little bit of a slump or things aren't going well, you can compare what you're doing to your process. And often you'll find, oh, I didn't realize that. I'm not asking that question or I'm not presenting myself the way I used to do that. That's why it's often so helpful when you get this dialed in to record yourself and your process for any part of the sale. And then when things aren't going as well, oftentimes just listening to what you used to do, you're going to have this aha moment of, oh, I see. I didn't realize I changed that. But over the last six months, it's kind of morphed into this and it's not working anymore. And now I see why. And you can course correct very quickly. So I'd encourage you right now, think of at least one way you are going to implement at least one of those rules. I want you to have at least, you can have more, but at least one takeaway. Hopefully you have a lot more than one, but I want you to think of one. And right now I want you to think about what am I going to do differently because of one of these rules? How am I going to live this rule out? Think about that right now and then implement it. And then what are you waiting for? Go out there and sell something. I'll see you next time.